Thanks so much for being with us. So, well, we are going to talk more about finances and issues we saw this year, what it's going to look like with interest rates going into 2024, as well a bit more on the HSBC, uh, the sale of the Canadian operations to RBC and what impact that might have. Right now, though, a bit of financial news, but also taking a look at financial hardships and how those are having an impact when it comes to pet adoptions and pet surrenders here in BC. And Susan Patterson is joining me now, founder of the Thank Dog I Am Out Rescue Society. Susan, great to have you on the program. Hi, Jill. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm so glad that you were able to join us. And before we talk a bit more about that, I'm curious, how has the year been for you? I know there have been changes in where dogs can come from and adoptions and such. How has, how has it been for your rescue society? Well, it was, um, it was a very, very different year. We focused more on trying to help our local community uh, with regards to rehoming and um, supporting people that were struggling um, so that they would not be faced with surrendering their pets. So it was a very somewhat quiet year for us with regards to importing dogs that were uh, in need um, and really focusing on, on you know, our, our front yard, backyard dogs that, that really needed help. And um, it was, uh, it's been a very, very strange year. We, we, for some weird reason, have a good feeling about 2024. I don't know, maybe because 2023 was so, or, you know, the last couple of years have been so crazy, but uh, we're hoping for a more positive year coming up. I was looking at some stories, and I know a lot of the statistics and numbers are coming out of the United States when it comes to more and more families surrendering their pets to shelters, saying economically they just can't afford it anymore. I know there have been local stories like that as well, but has that been an issue uh, here in BC or in Canada as far as people just not being able to afford their pets? Oh, 100%. You know, we've been trying to support uh, our community with with food banks and things like that so that people are not faced with surrendering. But because of the economic uh, changes and just the high cost of living and the food insecurities, people are are really moving out of their homes where they are allowed to have pets and being forced to surrender them because they can't find accommodations that they can take their pets with them. We saw a lot of that in 2023. We saw a lot of... um, people, just heartbroken people, um, you know, with that horrible decision. We didn't see a lot of um, what we saw in the U.S., and we, we do, we are heavily involved with the situation in California, which is a disaster, but um, what we did see in California was people just dumping their COVID pets, so we were finding a lot of stranded COVID pets, um, but here it was, it's more heart-wrenching, um, I'm just talking about our local community. Uh, People do not want to do that. They are opting to reach out to us privately and and we can help them as much as we can. So um, it's a little more um, difficult, I've noticed, this year in particular for the um, people that are struggling with insecurities to actually um, come to us. But they know they can reach out to us privately and that's how we've sort of seen the last six months uh, with servicing our community is just privately. Right. And and why is that, do you think, that it's becoming more difficult for people to reach out? I think 
um, we started our food banks in 2020. We've done five. We did. We served over 500 families in 2022. In 2023, we've done a number of them this year, and we've only the last one we did. We only served about 250 families. But the difference was that we're noticing. I, I just heard this new term called uh, insecurity isolation. So it's actually a demographic of people who are struggling to the point where they won't go to Christmas parties because they're kind of feeling uncomfortable that they have to actually buy a gift. They don't go out to uh, have drinks with friends. They're, they're trying to cut areas without actually having to sort of, you know, mention to anyone that they are struggling. But when they know they can reach out to us privately for food uh, and supplies for their pets, um, we have seen that in 2023, which I didn't see at all in 2022. So it seems like uh, the demographics may have shifted a bit, um, you know, and I just think it's affecting everybody. Right. And, and you mentioned, uh, Susan, uh, food banks, and we often talk about food banks and obviously the need for people. And we've seen the greater demand, I think the, the most demand we've ever seen on food banks and people turning to them. Uh, but like you said as well, having to make these really difficult decisions because your your animals, your pets, as you know, they're part of your family. And even if things have, have turned negative when it comes to your finances, you still want to keep them part of your family. Where do food banks for pets come in there or as far as are, are they becoming more and more popular or how does that work well i don't actually know i, I mean i just know about us because mm. we we've done five of them and and um this year we were fortunate enough to have uh the Kaisel store sponsor a lot of the food products so we actually were able to provide a lot of food um but i think like i don't i know I'm pretty sure the BCSPCA has an, an outreach program where you can go to get food from them. And I'm pretty sure there's another pause for hope, I think, in the downtown uh, core has. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sort of at a loss. I don't really know. I hope that if anyone of our rescue organizations in the province, they have any of their adopters reaching out to them and saying, I'm struggling. I'm quite confident that those organizations will help them, provide them with some food supplies and I would think that that's probably what I hope is happening um, I just know with our food banks you know we we have no no questions no there's no trick there's no catch we really reached out to the film industry this year because not only did they suffer during COVID they barely got their feet back on the ground when the strike hit so we provided a lot of the young people in the film industry who have large animals large dogs with whatever they needed, we basically said, pull your car up, and we filled their car up with whatever they needed. And that's, uh, that, that's uh, made us feel great because that's an industry that really needed help. Uh, absolutely. Uh, you mentioned as well that, that uh, for, for some reason, uh, looking ahead 2024, you have a more positive feeling about 2024. Uh, why is that, do you think? Um. I'm cautiously optimistic that I, I, you, I think all of our volunteers are kind of excited to sort of, you know, we have a new normal now, so we will be definitely bringing dogs, you know, into the organization for adoption. Um, but I think we have a really solid um, uh, relationship with our community and we want to carry on and, and carry on with our food banks all year round. It doesn't have to just be Christmas. So I think everybody's feeling pretty 
stoked about being able to just keep providing, but on a larger level than we have for 2023, because that was just a really kind of weird year. All right. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully that is what we see uh, as we go into the new year. Susan, it's always great to catch up with you. Thank Thank you. you so much for being here. Thank you, Jill. Have a wonderful holiday.